Hello and welcome to the Your Gym Big Sister podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this. And I'm coming at you today with this week's Q&A episode. So these are the little mini episodes that I do where I answer your guys' questions. So you can, of course, leave questions for me either in the type form, which I will leave linked down below. It's completely anonymous. I will also um, have a look at any questions that come through on Spotify as you do have the option to leave them there or else you can just send me a message on Instagram. My name on there is at emma.curvin and you can just shoot me a DM and say, hey, Emma, I have a question for the podcast and I will answer it. Okay. So it's whatever you want help with. If you want to give me a scenario, give me a situation, you want my advice. All right. Remember, I'm your gym big sister. I'm going to tell you everything. Um, But today's question is is a very, very good one. So it's sort of on the topic of, you know, can cardio kill my gains? So it reads, is there a point where cardiovascular training negatively impacts hypertrophy? Can you just offset the calorie burn with more food or is there more to it? For example, will running multiple times per week for enjoyment affect my gains? So this is a great question and I actually think it's particularly relevant because there is definitely a huge trend at the moment of running. Um, like, of course, it's amazing. Uh, any movement, any exercise is so good for you. But I've just noticed it a lot. Like a lot of my clients have started running or I don't know if it's maybe that I'm just, it's one of those things that I've noticed it. So now I'm noticing how much everybody is running, if that makes sense. Um, sort of like if someone points out yellow cars, they're all you notice. Um, but yeah, it's just something that I've seen a lot. Um, and again, look, it's the start of the new year. People are getting into their health and fitness journeys. They're getting into their health and fitness goals. Um, but, you know, if you're also somebody who wants to build a lot of muscle, maybe you want to get jacked, you know, it is worth asking, like, how much is going to be too much. Okay. So really what we're talking about here is this concept of the interference effect of endurance or cardiovascular training on your strength and hypertrophy training. Okay. So there's this idea that there is a trade-off between cardio and strength training. And I do think like if we're talking about excessive cardio versus excessive resistance training, all we need to do is compare the two body types of people who do each of those. And you'll see that they don't match up. For example, take a marathon runner they look completely different. They're usually quite thin um, compared to somebody who, say, is a bodybuilder, all right? Usually very muscly, very big, um, or even a powerlifter, you know, they, they would be a lot bigger. Um, so they appear different. So clearly being the best at one of those things is going to take away from being the best at the other, okay? Now, look, you're I don't think of reading from this question that you want to be a marathon runner or like the best marathon runner, and maybe you don't even want to be the best bodybuilder either. So where is the happy medium and like, can we find that, you know? And I think it's obviously, of course, worth asking, what does the research say? Okay. Because of course there has been research done on the interference effect. So it was first kind of put forward in the 1980s that there is this interference effect, that it exists, that if you do pursue endurance training, you are going to negatively negatively impact your hypertrophy gains. But actually recently and, and over the years, it's sort of become clearer and clearer that maybe this isn't the case. Okay. So in 2021, there was a meta a meta analysis um, put out on this topic. So a meta analysis is essentially um, a study of studies. Okay, so they will include, you know, different studies on a topic. They'll have different inclusion criteria. You know, it has to satisfy um, different parameters to be included in the study. And then they basically look at all of the data together and they say, okay, on average across these studies, this is what happens. This is what happens. Um, and so this meta analysis in particular suggested that at least when we're concerning with strength development, so maybe not 
not so much hypertrophy but you know we do have to understand like there is going to be a correlation between strength and hypertrophy not directly all right it's not just that if you get stronger you get bigger but generally if you are getting stronger you're probably getting bigger too all right but this study or meta-analysis i should say suggested that there's no significant interference effect for untrained subjects so that's important okay untrained subjects um, and we have to remember a lot of the times when we're looking at our research in resistance training we are looking at people who are untrained or not very well trained we're not looking at people who are bodybuilders um all right and i'm gonna that's something i'm gonna kind of touch on a little bit in a minute but even with trained subjects there is no interference effect as long as the subjects split their endurance and resistance training into separate sessions which is probably what you're going to be doing anyway i imagine you're not going to go and do your five kilometer run and then go straight to the gym and lift um, and if that is what you're thinking of doing i would obviously advise against that's not going to be a good idea but if you're doing them separately if you're doing a run one day and then you're going to the gym the next day the study the the research would suggest that it's probably not going to be much of an issue but we do kind of have to um keep in mind like the context especially when it maybe goes a bit against common sense because i think like most people would say all right like if i want to be the biggest most jacked version of myself maybe going on like multiple runs a week isn't going to necessarily improve that all right and and again this kind of comes back to what i was saying there about the 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 subjects that they use in these studies right so like usually these concurrent training studies so concurrent training is endurance and cardio training doing those at the same time i mean obviously like not at the exact same time because you can't i'm just gonna go on a five kilometer run and squat at the same time it doesn't work that way but you know what i mean um they usually in their resistance training they're just sort of asking people like do you resistance train right just because someone says they go to the gym and resistance train doesn't mean that they're actually training in any way hard <laughs> doesn't mean that they're training in any way effectively and it certainly doesn't mean that they're training hard enough to actually grow and build muscle usually these people are not doing those things all right usually they are not really pushing themselves that much you know it would be rare in these studies to have um like you're gonna have people in the gym with like trainers or um researchers like screaming at them to keep going you know they'll probably just get them to do like a standard program you know three by ten four by eight that sort of stuff so they're not really going to be maximizing their rates of hypertrophy strength gains and on the flip side they're probably also not like you know they're, they're probably not like training for a marathon like they're probably not doing that sort of endurance training you know could be like they're doing a couple of 5ks a couple of 10ks so again we have to ask ourselves okay if we were to extrapolate this to people who are genuinely training as hard as they can and people who are endurance training as hard as they can will these findings still hold true all right personally i don't think so <laughs> um because if you remember like your ability to recover from training it's finite right like i have entire episodes on this like recovery from training so definitely go back and listen to those because i kind of talk about the factors that affect this but if you're introducing you know a large enough amount of endurance training um that's gonna like take away from how much resistance training you can recover from that potentially is going to cause a little bit of an issue there all right because if you're doing a lot of endurance training you might need to reduce the amount of resistance training that you're doing similarly if you're already doing a lot of resistance training and you want to do no sorry if you're already doing a lot of endurance training and you want to add in some resistance training you might have to bring down the amount of endurance training than you you were already doing okay because you probably won't be able to th tolerate tolerate wow <laughs> you probably won't be able to tolerate quite as much or you won't be able to tolerate the amount of training volume that's required for those maximal gains all right now there are going to be a few groups of people i think who need to be 
a bit more careful with this. So one is going to be like, if your ability to recover is just a bit lower at the moment. And again, go back and listen to my recovery podcast because I go through all the things that affect that, but things like your sleep, how stressed you are. And um, even like if you're doing a, if you're in a calorie deficit, which I'm going to talk about more in a minute, you probably won't be able to handle like substantial amounts of endurance and resistance training. Okay. So the context matter is like, what phase are you in? What are you doing? How is your life at the moment? You know, are you doing everything to recover optimally? Optimally then like, yeah, you probably will be able to. If you're not doing those things, then you might not be able to. All right. And um, if you're already finding it hard to recover from say your endurance training, adding in resistance training might be a bit difficult. And again, on the flip side, if you're already struggling to recover from your resistance training, probably a good idea to just be careful about how much endurance training you do add it in um, or just ramping that up really, really quickly. And I think like um, as well, if you have, from the research, it has been kind of shown, if you have goals related to like strength and power output, so this could be things like jumping ability and stuff like that which I know most people here probably aren't um as concerned with but they could be the things that maybe you I don't know maybe you're a high jumper I don't know I don't know why anybody who's that does that would be listening to this podcast podcast but anyway um but endurance training will probably reduce your ability to be explosive all right but I do think it comes back to this question of like is your goal to be as muscular as possible right like I don't know a single bodybuilder who runs multiple times a week um like they do cardio, yes, but they don't. Running is quite high impact. Okay. Again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't run, but I'm just saying you have to, we have to consider the type of cardio. Again, I'm going to talk about that a bit more in a minute. But like, I don't think doing lots and lots of running is going to be super beneficial for your ability to build as much muscle as possible. But is that your goal? Like for most people, that probably isn't your goal, right? Like, unless you actually have the goal of getting on stage, it probably shouldn't be. Um, if you just want to be build muscle and be fit, then you should be fine. Okay. But I do think a big, big, big aspect we have to take into account is the phase you're in and what your current calorie intake is. So if you're in a surplus, your ability to recover is increased anyway. All right. So you're likely in a position where you actually can get away with doing more endurance based training without it taking away from your training in the gym, especially if you account for this in your surplus, like you've sort of asked. So you could just do a rough calculation of like, how many calories you burn in a run. It's probably not that many. Like it could be a few hundred and just factor that in across the week. All right. Um, on the other hand, however, if you're currently in a caloric deficit, your ability to recover from your resistance training, it's already diminished. Okay. So you can probably already get away with doing just a little bit less volume in the gym. If you then add in like long duration, like high impact cardio, like running on hard roads, like running is high impact. Um, this is just like an aside, but my mom, is a physio and she always says like some of the the like biggest issues she sees from people is like females who run on hard roads and it causes issues okay I'm not trying to scare you I'm not trying to scare you like again that's probably like marathon runners and stuff like that but it's just something to be aware of like this could negatively impact your training and it could harm your ability to maintain muscle and obviously in a deficit you're probably not going to be building much muscle anyway um and from the from 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 what this question is asking it does sound like you're in a surplus anyway so like again like i said i do think you probably get away with it but if you are transitioning to a diet you might need to make some adjustments to your running and training protocols all right like if you do run want to run while dieting maybe make them a bit shorter and then also just make sure you're not letting your calories get too low so that you are then really under recovered all right and then just make sure you're recovering well around it so i do actually think though however and this is something that's so worth talking about. Like, if you want to build muscle, I actually think you do yourself a disservice by not doing cardio. It's something I do, I definitely advise, even in a building phase, for like a few reasons. And it's something I always keep in, even if I'm maybe not as 
like disciplined maybe i might skip one or two sessions here or there but you know i'll usually do cardio at least twice a week when i'm in my building phases and um, because it is so beneficial for muscle gain so first of all it's going to build your aerobic base all right your ability to actually sustain performance in sets especially high rep sets especially things like high rep legs leg sets like that's going to be impacted by your fitness levels you like you don't want to have to stop a set before you reach muscular failure just because you've gassed out and you cannot get your breath back and you have to stop okay um like i've noticed this even now and now that i'm fitter from starting my diet i can handle those high rep sets on legs so much better (laughs) all right so i'm actually getting more out of those sets i'm able to take those sets closer to failure i've kind of just exposed my lack of cardio and off season there i'm gonna just blame the fact that i was like a good 13 pounds heavier but anyway um so yeah keep your cardio in because it will make a big difference to actually being able to push yourself as hard as you can in those sets get as close to failure as you can that is then going to have that benefit of building more muscle you know accruing more effective reps more stimulating volume for growth all right i also think cardio is going to impact your recovery from resistance training so especially if you're doing like moderate intensity low impact cardio things like the cross trainer the bike right that's going to improve blood flow and delivery of oxygen and nutrients to our muscles okay we need that for repair and recovery we need those amino acids we need all of that to those muscles in order for those to recover so i actually think including it is going to help with that um, and then insulin sensitivity as well okay so insulin sensitivity is our ability to uptake nutrients efficiently particularly glucose um, after eating a meal and then we use those nutrients and that impacts our recovery again and our performance by replenishing things like muscle glycogen okay when we do cardio and we are fitter we are more insulin sensitive when we are kind of unfit we become insulin resistant and this means that we don't utilize those nutrients as well we're not uptaking them as well not a good thing okay so definitely a good idea to to include it now obviously the the, the type and duration is something we have to think about so generally like high intensity interval training like true hit cardio okay like most people say they're doing hit cardio they're really not okay but like true hit cardio this drives a huge amount of systemic fatigue and it's very hard to recover from so honestly i just wouldn't even bother if you want to build a lot of muscle i wouldn't be doing it and um, it was trendy like God, in like 2009, uh, I don't think any bodybuilders do it now, aside from bikini girls who are probably trying to not get too big. Okay. So you might see some bikini girls, the likes of Laura Lee, doing things like plyos, doing things like hit, hit, tra- hit, hit cardio. You have to remember that is someone who's been told she's too big for her class. So <laughs> just, just to keep in mind there. But if you truly want to be bigger, moderate intensity is probably better to pair with your resistance training. Runs are fine, but if you really want to be careful, you might stick stick with the low impact machines, okay? Um, but again, I don't think I think like going on two, three runs a week, provided they're like not half marathon lengths, you're probably gonna be fine. As a general rule with clients, because like I said, I've got quite a few clients now who do go running, I usually just advise keep your sort of longer runs um or cardio away from your leg days. So that when you do go into your leg training, they're fresh and you can perform to your best ability. Because if you could perform to your best ability, that's going to be that's going to lead to better gains okay because you're going to be training harder getting closer to failure etc cetera, etc cetera. so i suppose to like sum up <laughs> the tldr um because this ended up being longer than i thought it would be is there will there, there will be a point where like where cardio negatively impacts like hypertrophy but this is probably different for everybody you know because we're all unique we're all different it's going to depend on things like your genetics maybe even your training history your current calories your current recoverability how well you're sleeping how well you're managing your stress okay However, having some cardio in is going to improve that ability to build muscle, in my opinion, and it's definitely something that you should be doing. And the only way to really find the point at which it's going to negatively impact your ability to build muscle 
is keep increasing your cardio and monitor your performance. If you can still progress your training, you're probably fine. Okay. As long as your weight is still going up um, and your training is getting better, you're probably still building muscle despite doing more cardio. If you get to a point where you can't progress that training and you've already tried increasing your calories, then maybe you've overdone it and you do need to taper back. If your goal is to have the biggest legs ever, training for a marathon might not be the best thing to do. Okay. Because again, I don't know any marathon runners who have big legs. <laughs> no offense. Um, so I hope I have answered your question there and I hope I've actually given you some guidance on this one. Um, of course, as always, if you have any other questions, don't forget to leave them below in the type form on Spotify or on my Instagram. If you are interested in working with me um, and being coached by me, you can, or my, by my amazing lifestyle coach, Zoe, who's doing fantastic at the moment, by the way, you can leave that down below as well. And most importantly, don't forget to rate, review, so follow the podcast if you do enjoy it so that we can spread it and help more people and share it. Like I said, tag me on Instagram at emma.curvin. And yes, have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll chat to you soon. Bye.